Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. So it's Sunday, July 12th, and I'm back for another episode. I've been running around all day, so I... I listened back to the last show and it was super rambly. Uh, I just don't know how, you know, I get, it's going to take time before this makes some sense and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm just working through it. I'm glad to be here. This is a seeming super valuable. I feel like my skills are building. I don't really know what I'm going to need these skills for, but I feel like talking to a microphone, talking to a camera, kind of knowing how to get your personality out there conveyed not in person, I feel like is a super great skill that everyone's going to need to have. I think the younger generations that have kind of grown up with YouTube channels and just always being online, they're going to have a huge advantage from everyone else that kind of, you know, back in the day, it was sort of not the greatest idea to put every single thought you had online. You, you wanted to... Yeah, you, know, you wanted to be really careful about everything you say online and all that stuff. And now I just feel like it's different. I feel like it's more important to connect with people that you might never meet in person because they live on the other side of the world or whatever it is. Just being yourself, talking to your camera, getting it out there is going to be a valuable skill, whether you're monetizing it or not. And like I said last time, I'm rethinking the whole social media thing, why it's valuable, what's the point. I'm sort of feeling like the the days are numbered for for the social media platform that's just a social media platform. If they don't bring value of some kind, I'm kind of thinking they might get left behind. So when you're making YouTube videos and a YouTube channel, that is, I, YouTube is a social media platform. It's just a little bit more involved. And, but you get so much value out of it. If somebody's, you know, the whole, is it, entertaining? Is it educational? Is it inspirational? You know, all the things that social media is supposed to be if, well, okay, let me rewind that. Social media back in, I guess, the MySpace days and the Facebook and then Instagram, it kind of felt like connecting with a lot of cool people and kind of showing off sort of like like a blogging of your life 
type of feeling. Like it was almost like a um, collage of your life in a, in a journal sort of way. You know, it was cool. And everyone jumped on it. And I think um, something's changing. And I feel like people are going to, if they're going to use social media, and this might not be today, there's still people just posting what they ate for lunch and posting their kids playing in the park today. And that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I don't want to make anyone feel like I'm saying that it's bad. There could definitely be some bad things about it, but that's not... I'm just saying that social media at this point, I feel like is going to... There's got It's got to bring value. So if a social media platform, so for example, YouTube, if you have a YouTube channel and you're sharing whatever it is you want to share on YouTube and you're creating content and you're meeting other people that are creating content and, you know, something starts happening and collabs and all that, you know, I feel like that brings value in whatever way it is, if it's educational or if just funny or whatever. You see people having fun and that makes you feel better and it's relaxing or it's, you know, the million things, the million great things that can happen when you subscribe to a YouTube channel and you kind of follow what's happening with the, that person. You know, I just think... Uh, like, for example, Spotify. Spotify, you know, you can you can have a profile on there, but you have music. You're, you're kind of taking your Spotify with you when you're walking down the street or you're um, in your car and you're listening to music, but then there's this new... They do have profile pages, and it's not necessarily... You know, I can share a playlist. It's... Not necessarily about sharing your life in an Instagram or Facebook way, but I could see it going there. So with using Anchor, for example, what I'm doing and I'm sharing every day with a podcast, um, I don't know. I think that brings a lot of value, having the music and having the podcast and when Spotify opens up to having video, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But I feel like if you can consider that a social media platform in some way, that it does bring value. Um, what else kind of... I don't know. There's there's a lot out there. But I'm, I'm starting to feel like without having Facebook and Instagram in my life, I'm kind of... I'm not really wondering what I'm missing out on. I do like to um, see other people's posts... But at the same time, I don't know, I'm just, I, I really like having people's phone numbers in my phone and sending them texts and sending them weird things and, you know, over just kind of checking out their Instagram post for the day and then never talk and not talking to them for the next five years. You know, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to move on from this one. Um, what else? Oh, 
So did anyone else know that Amazon has a bookstore, a physical bookstore? I did not know this. Um, I was watching a channel. I can't remember the name of the channel right now. But the channel is about how you can make kind of about marketing and making money when you own a restaurant. It's just like a very small, specific channel. And the guy's a little funny. Um, there, I cannot think of his name. But ask me and I will let you know. But it's just he, he owns some sort of business where his company will tell you how to have a rewards program and how to get each if somebody is comfortable with spending $15, how do you get them to spend 18? And if somebody's comfortable spending $30, how do you get them to spend 35? Just kind of making money and making um yeah, I guess just restaurant marketing in general. So anyway, I like his channel. And one of the things that um he has talked about before is the Uber Eats and the DoorDash and all these uh, food delivery companies, they come to restaurants and say, let me, let me put your menu on our app. We have all these customers. And then we will, our customers can now order from your restaurant and we'll have our delivery drivers pick up your food. We'll pay you for it. And then uh, you will get more customers you know, because people can now order from our site because we have all these users. But it's really not, it might seem like a good idea to join in in the beginning because it just seems like, oh, more sales, a new vet, a new avenue for people to want to order from us. And it, and it is, and it might be. But in the long term, a lot of these um, DoorDash type of things they're kind of you're kind of giving away your relationship your direct relationship with your customer so if you are a local pizza joint and your customer is used to calling you and getting delivery to their house you kind of already have the system set up already and so when you pass along the contact to another company you're losing that direct contact with the customer and all these um, types of delivery companies are now starting to open their own restaurants. And they're not restaurants that where people can come inside and eat, but they're taking the most popular menu items in your area, opening a kitchen that's just a kitchen only, and then delivering food, you know. And so now they're, they don't need all the restaurants because now they have all the customers and they have all the popularity and now they can have their own kitchens and now they can make money off all the food and now where you used to have maybe 100 people come in and order from you now they're just using DoorDash or using Uber Eats or whatever ones they're using and Uber Eats is now the restaurant so it kind of could be it's not the greatest idea. So people really, restaurants and stuff, they really have to think about, is this service valuable in the long run? Or is this just a quick solution? So everyone's got to figure it out for themselves. But he was also talking about when Amazon, you know, 
put a lot of people out of business, a lot of small companies and a lot of small bookstores and things like that, because now people want to just order online and they'll get their book sent to their house. Well, now there's Amazon Books. So it's similar to a Barnes & Noble or whatever. And yeah, so the, the one that I went to it, um, was in this outdoor mall area and I just wanted to see what it was and there was a book that I wanted. So if I ordered it on Amazon, it was $14.99, but if I bought it just in person today, went over there and picked it up, it was 20 bucks. So I thought, okay. I just want to see what an Amazon bookstore looks like. So I went and it just, it looks like a totally normal bookstore that you might see in an outdoor mall. Um, kind of fancy and yeah. So anyways, they didn't have the book that I wanted in stock, but they did have it at Barnes and Noble, which was just down the street a little bit. So I ended up going to Barnes and Noble and spending an extra five bucks to not have to wait for delivery. So I got my book and it's been a while since I've purchased a book, but it was a workbook. So I wanted just to, just as I'm working on my own workbook journal type of thing. So I figured, well, it's kind of research. It's kind of, you know, I just wanted it and I don't know. I felt good supporting an author, supporting a physical bookstore and yeah so I just spent the 20 bucks um so that was that's something new Amazon books I don't know if that's a very bad thing or if it's just the future so let me know if you guys have any opinions on that um would love to know another thing I kind of realize could be possible is so I'm doing the idea diary so I'm trying to come on for 15 minutes and just um, practice talking to the camera kind of show you what I'm doing just practice communication in general well I thought well maybe I, I've signed up for medium I don't know if I've I got I got a lot re-log in I don't I feel like I might have published medium is a website that writers can publish articles on and you, you own your article. So it's not like you're giving away your ownership of your story. Um, and medium is, there are no advertisements on medium. It's free to read a medium article. You don't have to be a member to, it's sort of like how Wall Street Journal or they might let you read one or two or three or five articles for free. But at some point they they shut you down and they say, okay, you can't read this fifth article on Los Angeles Times for free. You've got to get a subscription. So they kind of, there's a certain amount of free articles that can be read per month without being a member of Medium. But Medium charges $5 to become a member of medium and if you read one article in medium that five dollars will go to the person who wrote that article so it's kind of like a membership co-op type of thing i'm not sure if there's a certain percentage 
that Medium website, they must keep a percentage of the $5. I just don't know what it is. But if you, so say you buy the $5 membership and you read one article a month, then that five bucks is going to go to that one author. If you read 200 articles a month, that five bucks is kind of split 200 ways. And each author that you've read an article from gets a piece of your five bucks. So it's a little bit of a different scenario than having ads inside a podcast or ads like with uh, YouTube ads. So it's, it's pretty interesting. There's a YouTuber named Shelby Church that has a pretty good explanation of how it works, how Medium kind of works and how to make money. And she wrote an article and she ended up making $11,000 off one article. And it kind of blew her mind. It's better returns for the amount of work that you're doing than, say, being a YouTuber. So anyway, I just, I thought, okay, maybe while I'm combining this 15-day audio that I'm trying to do every day, maybe if I turn that into an article, which seems crazy. I do hope that these shows are valuable at some point and I'm talking about something that's entertaining or meaningful in some way. So I know right now it seems a little bit... Um, Who wants to listen to this and who especially would want to read kind of a transcript article version of this. But what I'm trying to do is kind of build new skills, work in that time. Is it possible to make a 15-minute podcast every day and release a Medium article every day and meditate for 30 minutes a day and exercise you know, and do all the other things that I want to do. I don't know. Um, it's quarantine. So I'm just kind of throwing so many things on my plate because I feel like this is fun. It's kind of like a puzzle to solve while I have no one to hang out with and no fun to have. So anyway, um, we've hit, we've gone over 15 minutes. So I'm going to wrap up the show. I still don't know how to end the show. So I'm just going to play the music.